Lezzers League. Hello and welcome back to Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. Now you're probably wondering, ladies and gentlemen, why does Big Lezzers beautiful voice sound even more beautiful? And I'll tell you why. We've got a new little setup going on in the Big Lizard's Leg studio. Well, I wouldn't call it a studio. It's more like the outside of an office. But we have a new setup. We've got a new mic. We've got a new road star. We are absolutely killing it. And let's go through what better way to celebrate this new equipment than using it and going through our news and updates in the past week. Let's trot, baby. Stefano Otikamanu inks two years with as an extension with the West Tigers. I really like this signing. I think he definitely is the future of the club, and I really, really like this signing for him. I think he has a lot of potential in this game. I think he can do a lot for the West Tigers. Uh, And as I said, he's definitely their future for me. And keep talking about the Tigers here. Michael Maguire has said Luke Brooks, Jackson Hastings, Jock Madden, and Tyrone Peachy have all been training in the halves. So you've got not only... uh, So Adam Dewey, one, hasn't been training in the halves. I don't even know if he's been training, to be honest. You know, he had that ACL injury... I don't know if he's back at training at all, but we've got Brooks, we've got Hastings, we've got Jock Madden, we've got Tyron Peachy, and then when Adam Dewey eventually does come back, we'll have Adam Dewey as well. So that's five halves contenders, and that just makes Michael Maguire's job so much harder. You've got to watch five guys at training just ripping and tearing, and they all deserve to play first grade. I do see for the start of the season until Dewey comes back, it'll probably be Brooks at halfback with Hastings at 5'8". Uh, maybe Madden as a 14 role. They've also got Simkin and they've got Little. It really depends who plays at the nine. Tyrone Peachy, for me, will be a back rower or a lock forward. So very interesting to see how those go. Demarnus Louis, he is now a Dolphins target. Now, if you don't remember Demarnus Louis, one, he was in the Queensland side that, you know, was named the worst side in origin history for Queensland. Uh, and they still won, which just blew everyone away. Plus, he was on the bench a lot for the Raiders in 2020, in 2021, he wasn't so much. Wasn't really in the team. We didn't really see Demarnus Louis' name, even though he was indeed a origin front rower. And that's, I, I know it is from the lack of depth, but look, I really like Demarnus Louis. I think he's got a lot of potential and I reckon he'll be a great signing if the Dolphins do lean towards him. Maybe a bit of impact off the bench. They really have been going for their forwards lately. I'd like to see them go for a, few more backs, I think that'd be really good for them. Uh, but it'll be really interesting to see who they end up going for. Now, Jason Tamalolo has been vaccinated and now he is back in the training camp for the North Queensland Cowboys. I really like this and I think it was just the smartest thing for Jason Tamalolo to do. I know it was against his beliefs, but in the end of the day, it is a really good thing for him. And I honestly can't wait to see how Jason Tamalolo goes. I reckon he'll be playing in the front row. In fact, in my Queensland team, my North Queensland Cowboys team, as much as Nick from Australia didn't really agree from it, um, I think that he'll be playing in the front row. I think Ruben Cotter will get the 13 jersey. I think just with the new style of footy that we're playing in 2021 and we'll be playing in 2022, I think it'll be really, really suitable for guys like Jason Tamalolo to play as many minutes as he can in the front row rip and tear, um, you know, give him a bit of some stints on the bench and then off and on and on and on and, and just let him rip and tear, as I said. I know I'm a bit, bit of a dribbler today, um, but I think it's just because I like the sound of my own voice in this new sexy microphone. New Brisbane skipper Adam Reynolds has hit back at the haters 
dismissing suggestions he is at breaking point physically and has revealed he has a plan to sign another deal with the Broncos and play until 2025. Come back to South, please. Um, but look, for Adam Reynolds' sake, I think this is a really good signing for him and I honestly can't wait to see how he goes in the Broncos jersey. For me, being a South fan, it is going to look really, really weird. Um, but look, I'm very happy for Adam Reynolds. I think he's going to play really great footy. It'd be interesting to see who partners him in the halves. Um, and it, yeah, as I said, it, it's I'm really happy for Adam Reynolds, to be honest, and I think he's going to play some really great footy over there. He does have a few haters at the moment since he left South, people saying that he won't play to his best over there. I think they're absolutely wrong, and I think he's definitely one to watch, especially for those super coach and fantasy guys. If you're not looking to get those Nathan Cleary's or those Daly Cherry Evans, those expensive halves, I don't know how expensive... Uh, Adam Reynolds is, but I think he'd be a great get for you if you're going to put that money somewhere else, maybe in a Tom Travojevic or maybe someone a bit more expensive, um, you know, like other guys uh, that could really rip and tear for your side. Anthony Milford, Wayne Bennett has declared he wants to sign the 5'8 to the Dolphins from 2023 onwards. I think it's a great signing there for the Dolphins. I think Anthony Milford can play really good footy. Uh, in 2022, maybe if he's in reserve grade for a year and he just keeps ripping and tearing, scoring a few tries, setting up tries, just playing how Anthony Milford plays, I reckon he could definitely get a contract over there. Catch Wayne Bennett's eye and eventually, you know, place either six, maybe even 14 for the Dolphins. It'll be very interesting where Wayne Bennett puts him, whether he goes over to the Dragons and gets Ben Hunt now, we've heard from Ben Hunt that he might not leave the Dragons, uh, but players do say these things and then end up leaving. Um, so, it, look, and I'm not saying that Ben Hunt was lying. I, I, I know that Ben Hunt could 100% stay at the Dragons, and I reckon he probably will. But if he can get Ben Hunt over there to play half, half-back while, you know, Anthony Milford plays 5'8", they're reuniting Broncos halves, and I think that'd be really, really good for the Dolphins, especially a new side coming into the competition. You get two halves that have played together. I mean, they would just be unstoppable. Matt Dufty. We're going to talk a bit about Matt Dufty now. I think he's probably one of the best, not the best, but probably one of the best, uh, you know, Bulldogs recruits going into 2022. He just, he just looks solid. He's fast. His ball playing's unreal. I honestly don't know why the Dragons let him go, but it's a great pickup here for the Bulldogs. I think he can offer a lot to this team. And Dragons' point of view, I, it's very, very strange they let go of all those stars. Um, they're putting a lot of faith in these young guys, and I think that will work for them. But if we look at this from a Bulldogs' perspective, you've got Matt Dufty. Around him, you've got guys like Matt Burton, Braden Burns on Brett Naden or Aaron Shoup, who, anyone who's playing in the centres. A lot of players that around him, very talented ones at that. You've got Tevita Pangai Jr. as well, who can just rip and tear. I mean, this guy can play Tevita Pangai Jr. Great pickup for them. Matt Dufty flying around all these guys. It's going to be a lot of tries scored from this guy, and I think he's a great little pickup. Blake Taft, the Rabbitohs young gun, says he isn't ready to play halfback in the NRL yet, and... Uh, and eyeing out a bench utility role. This is just more reason for Lachlan Ilias to state his spot to lock in his seven jersey with the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I think that 
Again, super coach, fantasy players. If you're looking for a cheap half to go with an expensive one, I would go with Lachlan Ilias, especially if he's just on your bench for fantasy or super coach. 300K, I've got him in my team. I reckon he's going to be unreal. So definitely go ahead and get Lachlan Ilias in your side. But talking from an NRL perspective, he's such a talented guy. He scored a try in the first five minutes of his debut. And I'm not saying he is probably one of the... He's, I'm not saying he's next level NRL talented yet. He's played one game and we can't really judge him off one game. I can't wait to see more of him though. His debut excited me, especially as a South Sydney uh, fan myself. I mean, I honestly can't wait to see Lachlan Ilias play. And then having Blake Taff coming off the bench, I mean, oh my God, it is going to be fast football played by the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Whether you put Taff at 14, whether you chuck him in at seven halfway through a game or maybe... 20 minutes to go, uh, just to, you know, create speed around the, in, throughout the side. He's just so quick, and I don't know how they're going to use Blake Taff, honestly. I reckon he will be in a, a sort of roaming lock role, depending on if he bulks up a bit. He's quite broad at the moment. Um, it'll be very interesting to see how they use Blake Taff, and I could go on about him all day, but I'll spare you. Um, Peter Volandis, though, the NRL are preparing for a season with minimal disru- uh, disruption, it says to meet their broadcast deals. It was also revealed 80% of all NRL players have now had COVID. I think we'd all know what the main part of that is. 80% of all NRL players have had COVID-19 or still have it. That is crazy. I said this from the start, guys. Everyone's going to get it. Everyone is going to get it. we just got to be prepared for it. Uh, it's really not surprising for me. The more surprising thing is probably the number. 80%, I mean, 80% that quickly. I think it's sort of a good thing. If all the players get it now, they're ready for round one. No one, it's less likely that players are going to get COVID a second time around. So it is really going to be beneficial for these players. David Fafita, the Titans back row, says he's having the best preseason of his career and it is the first time he's entered one at full health. That is a good sign for David Fafita. We heard about that leg injury. We heard about the painkiller story for David Fafita. Coming in in full health, ready to trot, ready to go. David Fafita is just going to be unreal. I honestly can't wait to see how he goes in 2022. Especially with, I think it might be Brimson right next to him, but depending on what side he's on in the back row, it'll either be Brimson or Sexton next to him. If he's got Brimson Next to him, I think that David Fafita is going to be scoring a lot more tries than he did in 2021, and he scored a lot of tries. I think that everyone around David Fafita is probably going to score a lot of tries as well. I think it is going to be such an interesting season from him, and I honestly cannot wait to see David Fafita rip and tear. Xavier Coates, Cooper Cronk says it was scary what the Storm Wing could achieve this year and believes under Craig Bellamy, he would become one of the league's best wingers. And that actually doesn't surprise me one bit. Under Craig Bellamy, he always gets the best out of players. Having a guy there like Xavier Coates, who is already next level talented on the wing and the freakish ability that he has, he's just a genetic freak. I I honestly can't wait to see what Craig Bellamy can do with this guy. It is going to be very interesting to see. But Xavier Coates is already a star. Uh, He's... And you think he's got no other level to go to. Just wait till you see 2022 Xavier Coates in a Melbourne Storm kit under Craig Bellamy. 
Now, a bit of sad news here. Harley Smith-Shields, he's torn his ACL. He's out for the season of 2022. And he was going to be a really, really interesting young gun to watch here from the Raiders. They've got a, they've got a center spot that a lot of people are fighting for. Jared Kroger, Sebastian Chris, and Harley Smith-Shields. It sort of just gets a guy out of the competition there. I think he was going to have a big season, Harley Smith-Shields, especially with the guys around him, especially with Jamal Fogarty coming into the club. Jack White, and if he has a really good season, so is everyone else around him, I mean. Harley Smith-Shields, he was in for a big year, and he was so talented. I, every bit I saw of him in 2021 was just sensational. And, oh, I'm so spewing that this guy's out. It is going to be... He's really going to be missed, but... You know, I think everyone's sort of just going to forget Harley Smith-Shields in 2022. Come 2023, I think he's definitely one to watch, though. Um, but, yeah, really unfortunate for him. I wish him all the best in recovery. Um, and he will be sorely missed, I think, in that Raiders side. A bit of depth in the centres, uh, you know, is always sort of needed. And, yeah, uh, it's a bit scary, actually, with the depth in the centres for the Raiders. Uh, but I can't wait to see who actually plays centre for the Raiders. For me, it'll probably be Sebastian Chris. And depending on if Xavier Savage plays in that fullback role, probably chance Nicole Klockstad as well in that centre position. Now, Tino Fasulamala Aoi, it was a couple of days ago that this came out, but he has been officially named the captain of the Gold Coast Titans. I think it is well-deserved. I still think he's young. I think he's very young to be the captain. Um, but then again, I think he's definitely got the potential to take that squad around the park. He's such a strong, big player. Very, very quick as well with great agility. I honestly can't wait to see how he goes as well. The New Zealand Warriors. From June, I think it is, their borders um, will open to the rest of Australia. To Australia sorry, what am I talking about? The rest of Australia. Um, they will open to Australia. So we might be seeing the Warriors play a few home games in 2020. To come, I think, June, from what it says here. Um, but well, it's actually July. From July onwards, you'll be seeing a few Warriors home gra- games. And this is what... It's a good and a bad thing for the Warriors. I love it that the, some of the guys that live there can go home and see their families. It is unreal news. It's unreal news. There's only one issue. And I, there shouldn't be any issues, but there is one issue with this. And it's Reese Walsh. Now, Roger Tuovashashek, he's going to be playing inside centre for the Blues over in Union. Reese Walsh, the, one of the best replacements you could possibly have for a guy like Roger Tuovashashek. I wouldn't say they have similar games, but I think Reese Walsh is just so talented and, and he's so evasive, so quick. Plus the goal kicking advantage you get from Reese Walsh as well. I mean, he's just the dream package for the Warriors side. He wants to stay in Brisbane from what we're hearing. And I could be totally wrong, but from what we are hearing, he could he really, really wants to stay in Brisbane. Now, if the Warriors end up going home and start training it in New Zealand, do we see Reese Walsh ending up signing with the Dolphins, getting out of that four-year contract with the with the Warriors and going straight to the Dolphins? under Wayne Bennett for 2023. It is going to be really interesting there. Now, I hate to be the bringer of bad news. 
hate to be the bringer of bad news for this side, but that is going to be a huge loss if they end up losing Reese Walsh. But talking about the goods, leaving out the bads, talking about the goods for this New Zealand Warriors side, it's going to be great for some of those guys to go home and see their families. It's really good news, and I don't even know why I was shedding darkness on such a such a happy moment for the New Zealand Warriors. I think it's going to be great news for them, and I hope it happens sooner than later, to be honest. I hope they get to go home and see their families. Sean Johnson put a thing on the New Zealand Premier's Instagram, I think it was. There was a comment that he left just asking if he'd open the borders. It's happened. Uh, it will happen from July onwards, it says here. But um, honestly, I can't wait for this. It's going to be so good, and they definitely deserve it. All the sacrifices the Warriors have made uh, you know, in the past two years with COVID, the, all the sacrifices they've made, it's really helped our competition. And, geez, a competition without the New Zealand Warriors and it would have been scary. But, um, yeah, the sacrifices they've made, it is we, we owe New Zealand Warriors a lot, to be honest. And um, it's going to be great for them to go back home, as I said, and see their families. Alfie Langer. Now, this is a bit of Brisbane Broncos news. Alfie Langer has publicly thrown his support behind Billy Walters to partner Adam Reynolds in the halves in 2022. He says, he says at 27 after being a f- at a few clubs, but specifically at the Melbourne Storm, he can make the jersey his own. Billy Walters, 27 years old. Jeez, that would make Kevy feel much older, wouldn't it? Fuck. Um, but, you know, uh, Billy Walters, probably more experienced than I thought in the, in the Melbourne Storm system. Uh, he was playing a bit for the West Tigers as well. Now coming back under his father. Definitely not an... I don't think it'll be a Nathan Cleary effect at all. Uh, honestly, it hit Billy Walters, as good as he is, and this is no disrespect to Billy Walters, he's, def- he's really not my first choice at number six to partner Adam Reynolds. I think Tyson Gamble, if we're talking about defence, I think Gamble's my first choice. But if Alfie Langer's throwing support under a guy like Billy Walters, he must be training the goddamn house down. And if he is, I honestly can't wait to see what happens with the Brisbane Broncos in 2022. It is going to be a hell of a season for them. Now, a bit of news on James Tedesco. He had a stem cell procedure late last year to address an ongoing issue. This is from the NRL physio uh, with his knee. Uh, Dealing with a mencius, I think it says, cartilage Degeneration had 10 to 12 weeks relatively off his feet and only resumed running in mid-January. He had the same procedure performed on his knee four years ago. Now, I think four years ago he had he was out with injury, if I do remember. I think it might have been for the Tigers. I think it might have been just before he left the Tigers or maybe when he just got to the Roosters. I can't really remember off the top of the cap, but... Um, it's a, it's a pretty. It sounds like a pretty hectic injury, and I hope that I wish all the best for James Tedesco. Um, I hope he really does recover from this injury. It is going to be really interesting to see him in twenty twenty two. If he's all good and well, come round one, the leadership he had last year, carrying on, that on to this year with Luke Keary, with all those guys back, Lindsay Collins is going to be electric. He'll probably make Origin again for me. It is going to be a scary thought. The Sydney Roosters definitely. Premiership contenders for me. I definitely have them up there. Uh, it is going to be unreal. Now, a bit of news here from James Seguiaro. We heard last week that he was training in the Manly system uh, in their junior squad. I think it was the Blacktown Workers. Um, but we have heard that James Seguiaro 
This has been confirmed. He has been confirmed to be playing for them, the Blacktown Workers, which is the feeder club of the Manly Seagulls. Could you imagine adding James Seguiaro to the Manly outfit? Their team would be stacked. Tom Trevojevic, Ruben Garrick, Jason Saab, Morgan Harper. Then you've got Kieran Foran and Daly Cherry Evans. Then you've got Jake Trevojevic, Hamole Olakawatu. And then you add James Seguiaro to that list. You've also got Mark Tepau. I mean, that lineup for me, on paper, it is stacked. And I honestly can't wait to see James Seguiaro rip and tear for the Manly Seagulls if he actually does get to play for them. Now, to finish off, we've got a bit of a did you know. Now, this was the, from the 4020 page. Make sure you go give them a follow on Instagram. Awesome page for this sort of uh, lineups content. Uh, so, or sort of these do you know sort of questions. And this is one that I'm going to read out now. It's a really good one. Um, it's not a it's not a sort of a question. It's did you know? It's about Tino for Sulamala Aoi. Now, he is currently the youngest player in the NRL to have won both an NRL Premiership and a State of Origin series. Obviously, he won the Premiership with the Melbourne Storm before he came over to the Titans. Talk about timing. And then he played he's played a few games now for the Maroons. He is currently 21 years old and 354 days old. So 21 years and 354 days old. So he's about to turn 22. The next closest are Panthers teammates Brian Toto, who is 23 years, and Nathan Cleary, who is 24 years old. That is crazy. That is unbelievable. That's such an unbelievable stat. He's 21. He's already won a premiership. And he's played Origin, I think, four, maybe even more than that, maybe I think six times now for the Queensland Maroons. No wonder, no wonder that the Titans put him at captain. He's already won a premiership, coming fresh into that side. He's only come into that side a year ago. He's played a full year now for the Titans. Jeez, that's just a crazy stat there and one you wouldn't really think about. But thank you for choosing Big Lezzers League. Thank you for listening to this News and Updates podcast. Thank you for listening to my sexy voice on this sexy mic. Thank you for choosing Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. Recommend this podcast to a friend, and I will see you guys in the next one. One.